Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? other women find their rightful seat at the table through discussions of health, wellness, business, and beauty. I am your co-host, Jennifer Etter. And I am your co-host, Susan Mobley. And through all of this craziness of coronavirus and quarantining and that type of thing, we are actually doing our little triple split screen with our special guest. And I think we just lost sound on Susan. So, hi, how are you, Jenny? <laughs> it's great to be with you, Jennifer. Two Jennifers. She'll be back, I'm sure. She will be back. So, as we everybody knows, we're all dealing with this coronavirus um, lockdown. We just got in Houston, Harris County. Just got you know told that we have to be on lockdown. We're actually in Fort Bend, but it'll soon follow. And so, I know people are going absolutely crazy right now. And and I think this is the perfect time to listen to a podcast and to listen to intuitive business. Is that that's what you that's what you're into? Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm all about listening to your intuition and mm-hmm. trusting that you have magic inside of you that can be shared and sold to help heal the planet, which is what we're all experiencing right now. It's right. Just, to me, it feels like a massive reset. Yes. Like we've hit the freaking reset button. Mm-hmm. It's painful because mm-hmm. that means that a lot of Because I, I've been feeling the same way too, that we have actually been forced to completely unplug, to completely um, get back to our roots and how we used to be. You know, definitely more in the family. I, I personally love having my girls here. I thought I was going to, um, I thought I was going to not be able to handle having two girls home teaching them. Um, where I've got one kiddo who, uh, you know, she's ADD, GT ADD, and I got another one who's dyslexic. And so I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to handle that being ADD myself. And it's turning out to be really great, honestly. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, 
I think we talked in kind of the pre-show that I've been homeschooling for four years. Mm-hmm. And so for many, for you ladies and for a lot of people listening, I, my message is welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Welcome to this world. And I'm happy to hear that you are taking it in stride. And I think the initial response for a lot of people is, I'm never going to be able to do this. Like, this is going to be crazy. It's going to be bad. Right. Um, there's going to be a lot of, you know, intensity. Because the message we received is that we can't do this. It has to be outsourced. Somebody else has to do it. And what I know to be true from being somebody who got thrown into homeschooling four years ago wasn't me being like, let's homeschool. It was like my son going, yeah, I'm going to be homeschooled. And me going, what? <laughs> Yeah. Lesson, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know that for a lot of people, like you just got thrown here. Like, oh yeah, you're gonna be homeschooling now. Um, was we are a child's greatest teacher. They chose us for a reason, That's and so we true. don't need to recreate school at home. Homeschooling actually is not properly named. It should just be called, called like home learning, home adventures. Right. You know, like home together time. Uh, it's really about together and I think that's that's one of the, the beautiful things that is going to come from this challenging time like you said we're coming back to the family back yes. to the home and with the fast-paced life of getting out the door and going to school and going to the activities and to do this trip and that trip we're running around all the time and we kind of fall out of a natural rhythm and so we're getting back into this natural rhythm yes absolutely Yes, yes, Susan. So we're just keep on keep on going. We've been talking about the homeschooling and um, yeah, I can, I can hear you okay, so, fantastic. Yeah, I think that it's definite. Um, I think it's going to be amazing. And of course, there's you know tragedy that comes from it, and we hope that everyone is staying healthy and well. And uh, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to bring us back to the basics, mm-hmm. which is something that we have lost. And in a way, technology has somewhat taken that from us because we are all on our electronics and that type of thing. And but now we're getting to see we can use them for good, you know. Yes. And we can, and we're okay to put them down. And I, I was telling uh, one of my friends that it's been so fun. I had to go out yesterday to take my son to his dad, so I wasn't going to any stores, <laughs> just driving in the car. Um, but it was interesting because where I live is a very suburban, you know, mass land community type area very family oriented and where their dad lives is a much it's closer downtown houston you know they call it inner loop it's like the trendy uh, you know, younger crowd mm-hmm. um, not the family area so it was interesting driving from the suburbia into the city because as i was leaving my neighborhood everyone was out on bicycles right. walking dogs yes parents and kids together um, there was just this family bond living in a family neighborhood I had not seen to this extent. And as I drove to the city, one, the traffic got lighter. So I do mm-hmm. think that, you know, a lot of the people that work downtown work home. Um, mm-hmm. But no one was on the streets. It was like a ghost town. And so it was like, I think these, you know, millennials and the, are kind of, we don't know what to do. But right. I think they're enjoying their time by disconnecting and not being so inundated with their electronics that and maybe staying inside but it was so nice to see 
all these family and then maybe all the corporate people that are you know the younger crowd are staying and doing their own thing but it was an interesting dynamic to literally drive from one area of a type of social area to another and change but at the end of the day I think that regardless if you're you know corporate or your family that it's going to bring back some good basics and Jenny you really help people in their business on a day-to-day correct and kind of that intuitive intuitive learning and and so yeah how you're going to utilize all this amazing (laughs) you know social distancing and what we're learning from each other to you know point out some amazing things we're doing yeah totally great great question so when this all went down honestly i said to my husband his name is steven and it was interesting because the week before my daughter's school closed my daughter's been at an early childhood program we wanted her to finish up there and then she would be homeschooled in the fall but you know curveball she's been homeschooled a bit earlier than we thought which is fine but the week before her school closed i just felt like not going to send her there this week. I just, there was something inside. This is your intuition that speaks to mm-hmm. you, you know? Sometimes you got to make calls before the officials make the call. Mm-hmm. And so, as her mother, I tuned into that. And then, boom, the following week, it was like closed and then closed and then it's indefinitely closed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said to my, my husband, I go, I have never been more grateful <clears throat> to have an online business mm-hmm. and homeschool. Because oh. this isn't such a shock to my system. And I... I send energy and love to everyone who you are in a bit of shock because this is not what you're used to. But yeah, I've had an online business since, uh, well, 2008, 2009. When I became a coach, I was a corporate girl in New York City. I then uh, just knew that that was not sustainable for me. Went through a yoga teacher training because yoga had captured my heart Mm -hmm. and then that led me to quit my six-figure job and then boom I discovered coaching and was like this is a this is a job what I (laughs) that's what I just do normally I didn't know this was a thing that one could do and just get paid for that wow and so I went through a coach training and I've been coaching people ever since and I have you know group programs I'll work privately with clients uh led a lot of retreats through the years right now the retreats are postponed indefinitely Mm -hmm. you know in-person retreats but so much of what I do is helping clients who are already online take it to the next level or for those who have been seeing clients, you know, in person, like they just haven't realized that this was a thing. Like I have a lot of therapists who will come to work with me, psychotherapists, and then they realize they can create programs, they can see clients virtually. Mm-hmm. And so that's a real opportunity for people now. I mean, we're going to be virtual for however long we're virtual. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I think this is shining a light on how to set yourself up for success, how to set yourself up so you will always have work that you can do no matter what's going on in the world. That that right there gives you a lot of peace inside of you to say, oh, you know sure. what, things are changing and how much control do we have over these things that are happening in the world other than we can stay home and socially distant and you know all of those things that we can practice and do our part but in the grand scheme of things can you say like this needs to be over next week because I have plans you know like right. you can't you cannot do that and I think that's what kicks up a lot of anxiety for people is because we like to control things mm-hmm. and we like to plan and so when we can 
I want to be of service no matter what's going on in the world. I have some really powerful gifts, and I believe in getting paid for these gifts. And then you realize there's wonderful technology tools that are available to us. The tech is there to serve us, not to, you know, keep us chained to the tech. And so that's what we have to work through as adults and with our kids because, you know, they have access to technology that I never had when I was there. It wasn't a thing. I tried to explain to them, like, yeah, we didn't we didn't have Google. There was no Google. <laughs> you right. could just right. find the movie you want to see on Netflix. You had to check it out from Blockbuster. Or you, or you had to go to the library. You had to go to the actual library or look in an actual dictionary to look right. it up. Yes. Right. <laughs> Which was actually kind of cool. And so, you know, it's it's learning how to leverage the tools, be of service. And then as women, we have this powerful intuition. I shared how I followed that by keeping my daughter home that, that first week. I just, something inside of me told me that. And that's, that's a huge piece of what I do with, with, with my clients is to remind them of this. Mm-hmm. We're recording this. Today is the new moon. So happy new moon, Yay. everyone. I'm so glad you the noticed. New moon is also, <laughs> yeah, it's the new moon. And so, again, most, honestly, most women don't know anything about this stuff. They just don't. Um, we should have been taught this in school. It should have yes. been like standard part of our learning journey, but it was mm-hmm. not. We learned a lot of things that meant mean nothing to us today right but we we learned those things and so what I like to do is remind us that as women we we cycle with the moon mm-hmm. we have phases just like the moon when you have the, that time in your cycle where you really don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> <laughs> even extroverts you're just like I need some time like I just yeah. quiet nobody get in touch with me um that's normal that's normal then you have those other moments where you just you want to just light up the world, mm-hmm. you're ready to connect, you're sending out invitations, email, and you're yeah. going live. You're, and so when we understand this, we can better work with energy mm-hmm. and, un, and and really understand who we are as humans and how we are best designed to serve. So that's, that's really an opportunity for everybody to tune into now. Oh, for sure. And I, I believe that there's going to be a lot of people um, deciding to work from home. Um, to go back to that, I know just today I was thinking how grateful I am that I too work from home. I'm, I'm scheduling clients that would normally come see me. We're, we're going to do Zooms. Um, I've, I've worked over the phone or Zoom or Skype for years. And so the only difference is that my, my girls are doing school here, but it, ha- it hadn't changed a whole lot. And um, and so, but I, w- I was thinking when you were talking about, you know, your intuition and, and, and what you were feeling. I had, um, you know, in the beginning, my intuition was telling me that, you know, don't don't get afraid. Don't be afraid. Yes, the virus is real. There's no doubt the virus is real. But I felt like this was something that needed to happen. And I once I tapped into that little river of information or um, thoughts and energy, I all of a sudden got really calm. And had I have had the strongest sense of peace inside of me that I haven't felt in a really really long time and I think that there's a difference with that intuition where sometimes you might be empathetically or going into the brain where the brain is in the fear and and thinking all this stuff is going on and oh now change it's going to be horrible right change equals horrible Um, instead of tapping into a little different more in the heart um, versus the head I think that people will have a different response and realize that this change is actually going to be really, really good. 
And so um, there's so many ways of using that intuition. Hey guys, we're gonna take a quick break so that you can hear a word from our sponsor. And we're back. Okay, so I want you to kind of take us along. So let's say um, I'm your, I'm gonna be your client, right? I'm gonna to come to you. Take us kind of through the process. What do you do with your clients? What's, you know, a couple of things that you would start off with? Yeah, yeah, great. So I have a few different ways that I work with clients. Like I have one program that I help women become intuitive coaches. Mm -hmm. And so we work on the craft of coaching and the business of coaching. And I actually have a, a group that I'm bringing through this experience now. And so we really look at what, whether it's this program or something else, like what led you here? What led you here? And so when we can get clear on our journey, mm -hmm. like the, the specific path you've been on, some of the things that maybe at the time you thought were just horrible, they were mm -hmm. so hard, these, these traumatic experiences, these things that you're like, oh, why is this happening to me? But when you can look back after having gone through it and, you know, gotten support around that, you realize that was to teach me the lesson about X. That mm -hmm. was to help me master this particular thing that I've been falling in holes on, you know, since the beginning. Right. And wow, I've I've mastered that now. I have figured some stuff out and I can then go share those lessons with my people. Like mm -hmm. that's basically the root of what I do is to help people realize what led them to this very moment in time. What old stories have they been operating under? Right. What are these old stories, these old assumptions, these old rules that were given to them by their family of origin, by people yep. in power, and you've adopted as truth. You're like, well, you know, mm -hmm. so-and-so said that's the way it is, so that's the way it is. But you get to that point, you know, we're all adults here, and again, right now, we're watching systems shut down. Yes. Okay, the systems that we thought yes. were invincible. Yes. Like, these will never break. Mm -hmm. They've all broken. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Not all of them, but the ones that were already breaking. The ones that were already breaking because they were rooted in something that wasn't aligned. They were rooted in something that wasn't balanced. They were rooted mm -hmm. in something that wasn't going to make it into kind of this next decade, this next, you know, stage that we're mm -hmm. going in. And so you're realizing that so much of what you've been told as true or indestructible is not true. Right. <laughs> and so this is a wonderful opportunity to, and this is what I do with my clients, is to say, let's rewrite the story. What is the story? What are the rules that you're going to be operating under? And then to, to use that as your come from, to use that as your come from, and then to really master whatever craft it is that you're bringing out into the world, okay? Right. And then to speak about your mastery of that craft. This isn't the time for you to kind of, um, dance around the fact that you're freaking amazing at what you do, okay? <laughs> you're amazing at what you do. And women tend to have a hard time with that, okay? And I'm generalizing. Some women are, you know, very strong here, of course. But typically, again, because one of the stories you might have been told is you do not, you know, brag on yourself. You yes. don't toot your own horn. You just, you know, because if you're too big, if you raise your hand in class, if you were like, I want to run for 
this office or mm-hmm. I want to be the captain of this or the head of that. Like you're too full of yourself. Right. Almost like you're who who are lighting. you? Who who do you to think that you who can do, you do that? Think you are? Yeah. <laughs> Like attracts like, for sure. Codependency, <laughs> like, oh gosh, I, you know, if I don't, if I'm not there for them all the time, if I don't respond right away, if they, they're going to have a hard time, you know, they're going to get upset, they're going to blah, blah. And so it's realizing, you know, heal or heal thyself. We need to ensure that our cups are filled. We need to ensure that we're not, because I, I want to make this point clear because I'm seeing a lot of this happen. Mm-hmm. We're not over giving. Right. Out of a place of guilt, out of a place of fear, mm-hmm. out of a place of um, our own wounding. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So this is about saying, here's what I can do right now. This feels aligned. Because if we just give, we give all of our stuff away for free. I see people struggle. Like, am I allowed to charge anything? I'm like, I don't know about you ladies, but every time I've gone to the grocery store, mm-hmm. I have paid for every item. <laughs> <laughs> Every item has been paid for. Yes. Amazon yes. has given me nothing for free. I paid. <laughs> so why can't we charge? Like why? Why? And, and it's often the the it, the industries where women are here because the message too is we got to be the givers. We just need to you know we just got to give it all. Yeah. So we need to check that. Yes, we do. We yeah, do. That, you know that that if you don't take care of yourself first, you can't give to everybody else. And it's not being selfish. If anything, it's being selfless to give to yourself 
first right because you're gonna be able to get so much more to everyone else but when you spread yourself so thin and all you're given to everyone else but yourself you're really not giving them your best self yeah I think that's important we give ourselves the grace to say you know what it's okay to to take care of myself so that I can take care of everyone else that I need to see too hey guys we're gonna go ahead and end this show right here only because we don't want to run out of time. So join us on Thursday for part two. You do not want to miss it. And again, we hope that you have found your seat at Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Price drop, time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last.